All right, everyone, welcome back to the We Shall Not Sleep podcast. Happy Camel Day to everybody out there. Hope you are doing well this week. Continue to follow us on social media, wherever your social media, um, as long as it's, you know, Facebook. <laughs> We're only on Facebook. I don't have a Twitter account or anything. So uh, follow us on Facebook. But wherever you listen to your podcasts and however you might be listening to this, I appreciate it. So you can find us on YouTube. You can find us on our Facebook page. But we're hosted on SoundCloud. And we are found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any podcasting app that's a third party. You shall be able to find us. Type in We Shall Not Sleep. All right. So coming at you fast and strong this week. We're, we have more interviews coming up in the future. But uh, it's something I wanted to talk to you about. Um, I have the privilege, and, and Mike Perry, my boss, he was on one of the uh, first podcasts that I ever did. And a good friend of mine, and then also Nathan Johnston, another good friend. They're both older than me, uh, about 10, 12, 14 years spread. So basically a half a generation, full generation above me. And they're just amazing guys, just pals as pals can be. And over the last week and a half or so, I got challenged. I, I'm a single guy, no dependents. I, I work two jobs, and I have not done the best job if we're being honest, of saving my money. I have plenty of income. Like I have savings for emergency funds and stuff like that. Like it's no big deal. But as far as accumulating stuff, you know, as us Americans, what we do here in the West, I have not done the best of jobs at being accountable for that. I have had a lot of fun. I've taken a lot of vacations. I've uh, bought a lot of things like new clothes, uh, a lot of new clothes, um, uh, stuff just to have books. And right now I'm going through a, a time where I started at the beginning of the year. I'm, I'm getting rid of stuff. I'm not selling it. I don't, I'm not looking for money. I, I do not care about that stuff um, as much uh, when it comes to money, as far as trying to, you know, squeeze water out of a rock, you know, for example. But I wanted to get this this thing off my chest, and this is why I titled this money, is just being better with my own money. And that was basically, I got down and I just kind of got slapped around a little bit in a very kind and loving way by my my boss. I mean, he was it was words of conviction by Mike um, saying, you know, hey, if I was your, if you were my oldest son, I'd, I'd have a talking to you to get you straightened out here because there are ways that you can do this. And and so, uh, you know, like during the student loan uh uh, cease, uh, during that, during like COVID hard, hardship, I, I didn't open a high interest savings account and pay my student loans into there, you know, basically pay myself the student loan payment. Uh, not even a week and a half, two weeks ago, I was thinking about getting a new car. Um, my, my civic has over 200,000 miles on it. It's still functioning. Well, it's a Honda. It's going to go for a long time still, but I was thinking to myself, what am I doing? Like, why am I thinking about a new vehicle when I don't necessarily need one? Yeah. My vehicle's older, but it's still going to function well. I'll still take care of it. And I'm still in debt. You know, biblically, I got to get myself out of debt. I, it, the Bible's clear from beginning to end. All you need to do, all you need to do is if you go and you type into Google right now, the Bible on debt. And about the fourth or fifth hit down to the third hit, it'll be openbible.info. And you can see all the reverses, all the verses talking about debt. And let me just read a few of them. Proverbs 22 says, The rich rules over the poor and the borrower's slave to the lender. 
Romans 13, 8. Owe no one anything except to love each other, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. Psalm 37. The wicked borrows but does not pay back, but the righteous is generous and gives. Romans 13, again. Pay to all what is owed to them. Taxes to whom taxes are owed. Revenue to whom revenue is owed. Respect to whom respect is owed. Honor to whom honor is owed. Luke 14. For which of you desiring to build a tower does not sit uh, down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? And, and so th- these are... These are things you look at, you know, just in the Bible, just having good, you know, just an understanding of, of what how the Bible is when it comes to borrowing. Now, you can talk about student loans, about predatory lending, you know, ignorance when it comes to, you know, an 18-year-old, you're going in thousands of dollars worth of debt. And listen, I'm one of the few people in my generation as a millennial, as a, as a very young millennial, that is actually getting paid for why you went to school. I mean, I went to school for religious studies, got a theology degree, and I'm a part-time, you know, pastor bivocational, but I get a paycheck. For that, and it's directly because of my education and my experience. So, like, I'm one of the elites, and and yet I could just never, in my heart, you know, it, it, regardless of politics. But if that student debt was wiped away, I would, I'd still feel a little guilty. Now, obviously, when I look at Jesus and what he does on the cross, I mean, his payment is something that we never could pay. So, in the same way, I understand that. But I put, I signed my name to that contract, saying I will take out these loans, I'll pay them back, and. I could, I should have had him paid it back by now. I should have, but I just got done today interviewing, and I, I just accepted a second part-time job. And I'm going to work hard. And what I realized is that you, I can open a high yield savings account, roughly four and three quarter to five percent. I can stash away as much money as possible, and with compound interest where it's at, just do the math. If I can save over a thousand dollars a month over the course of two years, I'll have my all my student loans paid off. And all I got to do is just not spend stuff that I that I want. It, it just comes down to want. I mean, how many ads are we bombarded with? We go to a store. It's like how many things do we pick up? And I just got convicted on money. And I don't know if this is something that you all can relate to. I, I just wanted to share that with you because I've never been really convicted that way before. And I, I only want to put my head down and be debt free and then to be able to save money to be able to buy a new car, not finance one, but I might have to finance one if my car goes kaput. And I understand that everyone's in that position, but you know, I mean, right now I might as well put my head down and do as much as I can sincerely. Like this is something that I I can do. I need to do. And there's a difference when you feel shame and you feel guilt versus, you know what, I feel convicted. And that conviction, when you can repent of your, your in, my, in my case, slothfulness and greed and say, you know what, it's time for me to be more disciplined. I've bought everything that I could potentially ever want at the moment as far as clothing goes and goods and needs. Um, I have a good workout routine. I'm reading my Bible every day. I'm doing all these things. I'm working out. I'm exercising. I'm I'm trying to to provide for so many people, and, and that's all well and good, and I, I have no problem doing that. But you know what? Gosh darn it. There's still areas in my life that I need to shore up on, and I need to uh, really put some more effort, put some more thought into because I haven't been a good steward. And yet I ask my church to be good stewards all the time, and it's just something I can be doing better. And it's never too late to start. It's never too late to start. That's the that's the biggest thing. And so my boss, I had a good friend in my life who challenged me to clean up my life in a way financially to you know start thinking more forward. You know, as I turned thirty, I had this like these blinders on. It feels like you know I'm. It's time for me to stop acting like a child. You know, I'll be very aware of what's going on and just make that choice to try to serve God and be humble to and be humble and submit to Him every single day. So 
that's that's something I wanted to share with you all. I really do appreciate you guys taking the time, and it's my prayer for you when it comes to our finances. I mean, God's the provider of all things. What are we doing with it? I mean, you can talk about your finances, but we can also talk about our time. What are we doing with our time? Are we disciplined with that? Are we lazy? What do we do with our spare time and our freedom? Are, are we choosing to remain disciplined in our, our course of life? Are we just accumulating things and not doing anything, wasting our lives um, pursuing or being entertained by something? Not the entertainment. Not that relaxation is bad by no means. I am just saying from my life where I am at, I was convicted that I need to make some changes in order to do this thing. I don't want to be a slave to this thing. I want to be able to truly not owe anyone anything. Now, granted, I rent. I have an apartment. So you can talk about renting versus owning. I will say to those who own a house out there, just for the record, um, stop paying your property taxes and see if you really own the property. That's kind of a thing. You still rent that. You still are renting. It's just uh, you have equity. And you know, for me, where I'm at, I'm working three jobs. I'm a pastor. I'm single. I don't want to take care of a house at the moment. You know, it's uh, something I've had to come to. And that's everyone is different. Everyone is different. I have my niche and my life carved out here that God's provided provided for me and it's awesome. It meets every need that I can potentially potentially have and then I have an abundance of everything else. And and so uh, how can we all become better stewards of the time, the the talent and the finances that we've been given? Those are the thoughts tonight. I sincerely appreciate everything that you guys have done. There's the last listenership has been up. I'm very grateful for that. I've heard some amazing feedback especially from our guests. So money how is it with you? Is it something that you guys could do better on? Is it something that I can do better on? Absolutely. I wanted to be a little vulnerable tonight saying that I was convicted by it and I'm going to do better. I'm going to put my head down for a year, year or two and, and see what happens. Get to that grind. Work hard. You know, Come home, sleep well, get up, do it again. You have that goal. You can have that pleasure of watching that needle climb up. Okay, I'm 5% towards my goal, 10%, 11%, 15%, 17%, and go on and so on and so forth. So I, I wish you guys the best. Thank you for the support. I love you guys. May God bless you. May God keep you.